Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe there. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day, or more importantly, Ole Miss every day. It's a lifestyle. Hi, I'm Stephen Willis, and this is the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast Extra Edition. I'm here with John Macon Gillespie, and we are going to talk a little bit about this fall camp's about to start. We're going to get his impressions of SEC media days because he was there. And um, he just wrote an article about the quarterback room and what's going on with that. We're going to get his opinion on that as well. So how you doing, John? I'm doing well. Um, I actually, the day the day before media days, I actually was unable to go to Nashville in person because the transmission in my car is out. Um, so that's, that's an expensive fix. But uh, I was there virtually, I guess you could say. I was credentialed and all that, all that good stuff. So, um, but I, outside of the car issues, I'm doing, I'm doing well. Okay. I, um, outside of all of that stuff, what's your impression from media days? Well, I thought, um, I thought it was interesting that when Kiffin was in the big room, um, there was no quarterback question. I really expected that to kind of be the lead question. Um, had I been there, that probably would have been my question, even though, you know, the local media has their scrum thing before. Um, but I thought it was interesting that, you know, that there wasn't a question on that. There's a lot of big picture stuff, NIL, transfer portal, which, you know, for, for a lot of reporters, um, Kiffin is going to provide those quotes, you know, without a doubt. He's, he's going to have opinions on those kind of things. So uh, I understand why that was the case. But um, I thought some of his comments on that were were very interesting. I mean, he said for a long time that uh, he, he kind of thinks the system is – in need of a lot of help. Um, and he kind of echoed that again on Thursday. And, um, you know, looking at the the landscape of things, it's hard to argue against that. Uh, I know he and Feinbaum have gone back and forth about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting, the, just, just the things he said big picture-wise and roster management and, um, you know, how he handled the end of the year last year. Those were my my biggest takeaways. Well, you're talking about the quarterback room and everything, and you wrote an article about the quarterback room. What was your takeaway? How do you think this is going to go, and what do you think is going to separate them? I, I think it's Jackson Dart. Um, if you made me bet right now, I, I do think it's Dart. Um, I think there's too much noise everywhere for it to not be Dart right now. Now, I mean, I, I still think it is a battle. I still think that Spencer Sanders or somebody could win it. Um, but I, I do think that Dart is going to be the guy. Um, and a, a couple of – I read between the lines with, with some of Kiffin's quotes in Nashville. Um, you know, he talked a lot about leadership, uh, Dart entering year two um, in this system. Um, you know, the players seem to really be behind Dart or really relate well to Dart, have good chemistry. Um, and he's taking care of the football better. I mean, that's that's been documented well throughout spring and, and this offseason. So – I think that's going to be what separates him mainly is familiarity with the system. Uh, Spencer Sanders being injured in the spring. I think that kind of put him behind a little bit. Um, chemistry with his teammates, leadership, and just overall improvement that we've that we've seen from him. Um, and if you had asked me when, when the news broke that Spencer Sanders was coming to Ole Miss, I would have thought he would probably be the guy. Um, but my opinion has has just changed over the last few months. I, I think it's I think it's gonna be dark. 
Yeah, it, it, it's a weird situation, and I don't think – I think Spencer Sanders is going to get give it the old college try to win this job. I think Lane Kiffin's going to let him do it. I just think that Spencer Sanders needed Jackson Dart to show little to no improvement from last year to this year. And when Jackson Dart did that, there was almost no chance Spencer Sanders could overtake him. Now, Especially with the injury, right? Yes. I mean, yeah, with how things were in the spring because he was not 100%. Um, and for Dart to make the jump he did during the spring and for Spencer to be as limited as he was during the spring, I mean, that that plays into Dart's hand. So looking at the quarterback room, um, I do I agree with you. I do think it's going to be Jackson Dark as well. I'm, I've been on record for a couple of weeks with that. But I think the backup quarterback is actually going to end up, when this is all said and done, Walker Howard. Yeah, there, there seems to be some noise around that as well. Now, I mean – Kiffin himself is not going to comment on that. I mean, he's he's not going to come out and say that, but um, that wouldn't surprise me at all at this point if that winds up being the case. Um, and there that there could be a multitude of reasons for that. I mean, you know, Walker Howard is, regardless of what happens with Spencer Sanders next year, he is your future. Okay, he he is the guy eventually for this program, or at least that's the plan. Um, so I mean, it would kind of make sense a little bit and, and you know from that perspective um and i think just i think the coaches really like what they have in walker howard i mean i think that to say he's talented is an understatement you know we've we've seen that with with his film both uh before and since arriving at Ole Miss. um so i mean it it, it makes sense on a on a multitude of facets yeah and everybody also should be prepared for austin simmons to flash this fall yeah and you're going to hear stories about him because he can throw the – he's a natural thrower of the football. Yeah. And I think that's – you know, with with this quarterback competition deal, I, I wrote this, you know, I think that Simmons and Howard's name are thrown in. Not, I, I don't think a lot of people expect them to, to be the guy this fall. I think that would be a little folly to think that. Um but they're thrown in there because yes, they're they're in the room and it has a lot of great depth and they're uber talented, you know. So I mean, it it makes sense to include them in those discussions. But I do think it's a two horse race: Dart and Sanders, and Dart has pulled ahead, of, you know, significantly. Yeah, and I think Walker Howard and Austin Simmons—they're actually competing for the twenty twenty four job starting right now. I, I agree. Yep. So um, fall camp is about to start. Believe it or not, we've gotten to the point where this weekend is the last weekend without college football being a dominant aspect of our life for the foreseeable future. So I hope you rest up, John, and get everything good to go because starting next weekend or the middle of next week, it's kind of go time. Yeah, and I think I've rested plenty. Um, the summer's always really slow, you know, in, in this business as far as covering football um i'm excited for it i mean i th I think the quarterback room is you know we've, we've talked plenty about that today but um i think that's going to be the headlining aspect of fall camp that and uh pete golding's defense you know i mean that that's that may be a cop out for me even saying that but i think those are the two biggest things that you know people are going to be looking at with this team um in in camp and the first few weeks of the season um, that'll be what most fans are focused on. And so I think that will be, you know, most of what we see. Um, and, you know, any any injury stuff that may pop up, you know, but we, we can't really predict that. So 
I did a, a video on Friday. And in that video, I talked about how Ole Miss may have on its campus its best receiver since A.J. Brown in Trey Harris. I saw I that in our people, system. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think people realize how talented this kid is. You look on Twitter, there's one-handed crazy catches. I think he because he played in an air raid-type system last year, there was a lot of underneath-type stuff. But this guy has freakish ability, and if Jackson Dart can unlock it just a little bit with Quinshawn Judkins sitting in the backfield, then this offense has a chance to be really fun. Yeah, and that I was probably amiss to not mention wide receivers a second ago because mm-hmm. with I, I don't think people, you know, with Mingo and Heath now in you know in the league, I don't think people understand the potential this wide receiver room has right now. Um, I think that kind of goes under the radar a little bit because of you know all the quarterback talk and stuff, right? But I think you and I agree this wide receiver room can be really special. Um, and he, he would be a big part of that. Um, so, I mean, you know, it, it's kind of become the norm for Ole Miss to have special receivers. Um, and I think even with some new names this year uh, or some names that fans may not be as familiar with, uh, I think they can be really special. On my um, Discord page, somebody just posted in there, apparently Joe Burrow was just carted off at practice. Oh. Yeah, so – yeah, okay. that, that's an that's an interesting little bit of um, news. Well, no, uh, I'm not a, I'm not a Bengals guy. I'm a Cowboys fan, sadly. Um, but uh, I love Joe Burrow. I mean, that, mm-hmm. I know this is a complete side note from where we were, but I, I love him, and I hope I hope he's good because he's he he made college football fun in his time in at LSU even, and uh, he's he's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL too. Just his talent and and what he's able to do with the football. So hopefully. Hopefully he's all right. Yeah, and I'll tell John and everybody, whoever has not joined the Locked On Ole Miss Discord, the invite is on my Twitter page and in the description of every one of my videos. At the end of this month, we're going to quit inviting people. It's not going to be open inviting more. It's going to be a true private message board, but you have a chance for the next month to get there. We're trying to talk John into coming on board with us as well to help us out a little bit and um, what's, what's provide we, that. What's- once we hang up this conversation, I'm I'm jumping in. So. Yeah, uh, but it should be it should be a lot of fun. But if if anybody's interested in joining that Discord group, we are available for at least August, September. We're going to close down the open invite on it, and we're going to do our Twitter Spaces and all that stuff. And it'll be a nice little community for the Locked On Ole Miss family. Now, real quick, predictions for fall camp. What are what are two things that you think we're going to see? Um. Let's see. And you can't say Jackson Dart winning the quarterback. I was going to say that. Um, uh, Let's see. Um, I think we were talking about receivers. Uh, I think we'll see a couple of names flash in in that receiver group um, that people may not have really thought of during the spring or in the offseason. I think we'll wind up seeing some of that. Yeah. I want to do something defensively, but I don't know exactly what. Um, I don't know exactly who yet, but I think there will be one to two newcomers defensively too who kind of separate, not necessarily separate, but become big names that people get excited for for week one if, if they pay close attention to fall camp. Um, 
That's because, Soterians, obviously one of them. Well, yes, yes, that that is one. Uh, that, that's that's let's let's get the obvious one out of the way. Um, but uh, I think you know people sometimes this this offseason have not looked at the defensive additions too, and I think there's going to be some uh, outside of Perkins, but I think there's going to be some that uh, that that makes some noise in camp that that fans are going to get excited for. Yeah, I think of Jamarius Brown, the defensive lineman at a Moss Point, even though they've recruited so many players in that transfer portal, I think Jamarius is going to play. He's a kid that actually played running back in high school, an uber-athletic kid. And I think he has a chance to flash. It all depends on his weight. But he's a situation where he was a linebacker, he grew into a defensive end, he grew into a defensive lineman. Um, That's kind of his progression, but he kept all the athleticism. So we'll be able to see him in the fall and how he participates as well. Offensively, I think um, I think we're going to see 12 personnel. I've been saying that for weeks. And Michael Triggs is going to line up where Jordan Watkins normally does on certain plays, and they're going to have packages. And you're going to see him and Caden Brees scoring on the field at the same time. Well, it makes it makes the most sense, right? Get your best players on the field at the same time. I mean, that, that sounds really simple, but – I mean, with with the way that room is set up, I, I think it makes a ton of sense for them to be on the field together um, in certain packages. And yeah, I, I I might should have said that too. I forgot that we had had those discussions, but I I, I agree with you there. Yeah, should be absolutely um, fantastic. To see, and I am so ready for football to start, and it's starting next. Next time we talk, we will be talking about actual football being played, and I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, it's. It, the the itch is almost scratched, as I like to say. I mean, it, we're almost there. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. For your second listen, check out Locked On SEC. Chris Gordy does a fantastic job covering the league as a whole. Maybe check out Locked On Pac-12 because they have some stuff going on about right now. So check that out. Um, Arizona, by the way, might be real close to flipping as we speak. Um, so. It'll be really interesting to see if there even is a Pac-12 come a week from now because it's in danger of seriously folding. Anyway, thanks a lot for that. Thank you, John Macon, for coming by, and we will talk to you next time. Hotty toddy. All right. Always, always a pleasure, Stephen. Thank you.